Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello, and welcome to this timeless reading. We are doing this for the month of August, and this is the tarot table for the month that we revealed in our August Energy Hangout, along with the decks that we were going to be working with for this month, Brian Brown's Oracle of the Fairies, the Hush Tarot, and my deck, Loveland Autumn. I want to welcome you in as we light our candle for the month, the Hanbuk de los Santos candle. It's a sparkling, sparkling woodwick candle. Now this reading is timeless whenever you find it. However, it does carry with it the energies of Lionsgate, the new Venus star point, the astrology happening during the month of August, along with the energy of the Fae, who have been very prevalent this month, coming out to join us in all the work that we're doing. The cards that are already on the table are the cards that we drew for the month ahead. So, it'll be whatever is ahead of you when you watch this. The month ahead here is about the next three weeks or so. So, we can take this reading out and whenever you find this, it'll be the next, either the month ahead, if you're watching at the beginning of the month, or the next three weeks, (laughs) the next three to four weeks, the month ahead of you. What's coming up for you? So, we drew these cards then. You don't have to watch that show to watch this reading. Um, We're going to just show you the cards. And we're going to let the guides that are here um, help us guide where we want this reading to go. As I wrap us all in love, light, and light love, inviting in the guides who overlight all the work we do here at TLC for the Soul, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians, along with the Fae. We went glumping with the Fae in our August energy hangout. If you missed that, it's on TLC for the Soul, um, YouTube, and on my podcast. Um, but I will show you the cards now in more detail. Put them a little bit close. If you're listening to this, um, we will take a picture of these cards and either put them on the thumbnail of the podcast or on my Instagram so that you see those. But this is the world card from the Hush Tarot. This came out. So coming to a cycle, endings to bring in new beginnings. We had drawn the Nature Lover card. This is a drawing I did a while back. It's got sly trees and fairy rings and butterflies and lavender and beautiful skies and it says as the sun set slowly over Loveland Park the trees slyly smiled Karen lay on her picnic blanket 
and enjoyed the moment. And then from Brian Froud's Fairy Oracle, we got three cards. Jihubia. The Feline. And Oh That Gnome. And for the past couple of weeks now in the August energy, well, um, the energy story, the weekly energy story that we do on the podcast, we've been talking about sniggling energy, owie, bowie, kind of trickster energy coming in to potentially throw you off your path. It's just something that's out there around this time. It's not anything you're doing. It's just being drawn in by some of the astrological alignments, some of the energies that are needed to be cleared off the planet. So you're just being asked to be conscious and aware, which is what this reading is going to help you with. So they want me to do, all right, here's what they want me to do. They want me to do a pick a card. So for everybody, getting out in nature is going to help with these energies because I think a lot of them are coming from things outside of yourself. Um, like I said, that's what the world card is kind of showing. Like the old has to be um, kind of quote unquote destroyed for the new to come in. And so part of your role as a light warrior is a bringer of the light, which is the book series that I write and everything I talk about in the show are always in the show notes, no matter where you're watching or listening to this. And I want to thank you all so much for joining me here. Um, but all my eBooks are free to read and at the bringers of the light series, book series and eBook, all the eBooks are free to read, but there's just energies coming in right now. Like look at, if you're not, if you're watching this, look at the cat with the Ouija board in the background of the tarot table. It has a very sly look on its face. It's got one foot on the planchette and the other foot kind of hovering above the Ouija board. And the planchette is kind of right in the middle of this Ouija board, which is sitting on top of the sun and the moon and the word spirit. And I just have this feeling like you can choose to see this energy. It's not black and white. So also on the tarot table, there are two feathers that we pulled in the August energy hangout for the month ahead. Um, one of them was our swan feather from Maui that I got in Maui. And one is a crow feather that I got in um, when I lived in California, I don't know exactly where I got the crow feather. It's in California somewhere, but I don't know because I lived in a, two or three different places. But this trickster energy, this, um, this um, cleansing, clearing, things needing to clear, um, you can see this in a couple of different ways. It's not black and white. So um, it's, it's interesting that the Maui 
um, swan feather is on the table because of the what's pertinent in the news right now with the um, Lahaina devastation in Maui, which Maui, Hawaii, and Hawaiian general is a big power spot for me. And for us with our new Lemurian light codes, we are, if you're, if you're tuned into this channel and you're following the work that we do here and you're resonating with it, then part of your role is to help spread new Lemurian light codes um, through your auric field to help seed and um, support the grids in bringing in the new earth now. Other groups out there, other communities, other bringers of the light, other um, spiritual leaders doing work alongside me could be working with other stuff, could be working with the new Atlantean energies. We're not all here doing exactly the same thing, which is why um, our tribe, our community is diverse and um, aligned specifically to us and the work that we're doing. So, you know, when you think about any type of land devastation, um, the news is always shocking, be it a war or a natural disaster. And this is all prevalent to this reading, so bear with me. I know I don't normally get around to it as quickly as some other readers. It's because this is all channeling in and sometimes it's not just looking at all the cards. So just hold on a second. <laughs> um, but uh, it's not always black and white. So the news um, with Maui was very shocking to me. Um, it's my power spot. I've been there. Um, I've spent a lot of energetic time there. I had Lemurian lives in that general area, lifetimes. And so we have to learn to see things from different higher perspectives. Um, yes, it's sad if you tap into the grief cloud and the cloud of trauma that surrounds the situation there. Um, this black cloud uh, that, that needs to be cleared, which we did. Um, we are doing work with that in our Earth Song series every month on TLC for the Soul and on the podcast. And yesterday I recorded a drum journey to help us bless Maui and Mother Earth, wherever you're guided to go and spread those light codes and blessings. And I explain all that in that show, so I'm not going to go into it here. But um, we can choose to see it and cry. Like I was like in tears for a little bit and I'm like, wait a minute. There's another layer to this, a higher layer to this, which is kind of the spiritual um, cleansing of that area that was devastated because fire always comes in to burn away the dross and to rebuild and um, in maybe a higher vibration what was there before. Um, so think about that with any area, land area that you're working with. Um, especially when the elementals come in and there is um, what we what we perceive to be or what is called in 3D world a natural disaster. So that's coming up very big um, in the energy right now. Storms, um, otherworldly um, things happening to clear the planet, which in turn help it, you know kind of all. Hmm, 
this richness of the of Gaia clearing while you're clearing, while you're coming up and, and, and up leveling. Gaia's up leveling. And so these things are happening around us. And so not to necessarily get caught up in the motion, emotional cloud of what's going on. Um, rather come in from that earth warrior, earth guardian role archetype that you have within you and see what you can do to help um, clear those clouds of grief and sadness. Um, do what you're guided to do. But realize and understand from a higher perspective. Tap in with the elementals. And we do have a show. I just, I did create a show, um, a show, a playlist for August. Or it can be whenever you are watching this. It doesn't just have to be for August. But in there is the show I did on the journey to meet your local weather spirits. It was a um, shaman's drum show. So you might want to check that out if that calls to you. But check in with the weather spirits and the elementals of wherever you're working with to understand at a higher level what's going on. So I feel like with these card readings, the messages that are coming forth are messages of a higher vibrational caliber because that's what you're ready to hear right now. And if you don't resonate with them or you're like, oh, this is not the kind of reading I'd normally like, click off. Okay, those are, that's not, you know, those aren't the people that um, need to be working with us here. So we know who we are. The, our community at TLC for the Soul is being magnetized to us. And so, you know, we don't vibe with <laughs> everybody. So... These are messages that these things could be happening to you too. Um, you could see old contacts and collaborators and community members falling away. I know some of you have your own followings, your own 3D tribes, your own online tribes. Um, because I work with, um, I work with other bringers of the light, other healers, other card readers. Um, as a leader to help you all be able to magnify and amplify the work that you're doing with your tribes. So I just want to put that out there. All right, let's look at, let's do this. Let's take these. These are going to be our top, what are they called? Top cards. So you know what I mean, the ones you choose from. And then we'll do a little pick a pile for each one. So pile number one is going to be, oh, that gnome. Um, this is going to be messages you need for the month ahead. Pile number two is going to be Jehubia. Oh, wait. Pile number one is card number 26. Pile number two is card number 61. And pile number three is the feline card number 65. So if you need to pause the thing now, and here's what I'll do to help you maybe make your choice, is I'll just read you the very first little sentence for each one of these guys from Brian Brout's book, The Fairy's Oracle. So, oh, that gnome. The energy, especially if you're listening and you can't see the cards. Um, for card For pile number one, Oh, that gnome is trickster energy, creative chaos, 
wild gifts, breaking habits and patterns. Everything we just channeled in. That's pile number one. Pile number two is card number 61, Jihubia. Imaginary fears, unreal hazards, and realistic caution. Pile number two. And pile number three is the feline. Card number 65, getting it right, delayed completions, tidying up loose ends. So if you need to pause this and meditate on which pile is right for you, I will be back with pile number one. And these are going to be timestamped. Even on the podcast, I can timestamp them. And if you listen on Spotify, I think Spotify creates the timestamps and the chapters for you. Um, other audiobook provide audiobook other providers I don't know um, so I will see you back here in pile number one hello pile number one welcome back you chose oh that gnome with trickster energy creative chaos wild gifts breaking habits and patterns and I'm gonna read just not the whole thing because it's like a long the book is amazing for this deck, but let's just read a little bit so we can get into the energy of your pile. Oh, that gnome. This is the trickster who exists in every world. He comes to us wearing our own faces to fool us into thinking that his ideas are our own. He brings creative chaos into our lives. He helps us break down old habits by showing us how silly they are. He encourages us to fall on our faces so that we get a different point of view, looking up past our mind-smeared, or mind-smeared noses, mud-smeared noses, could be mind-smeared too, too much thinking, overthinking, mind loops. He helps us get ourselves into situations in which we discover gifts we never knew we had, often because there is no other way out of the mess we got ourselves into. Oh, as Brian mentions, that gnome is unreliable and sometimes encourages drunkenness. This is true. He certainly doesn't always do as we expect, but our expectations are our problem, not his, he says. That gnome tells wild and wonderful long-winded stories complete with demonstrations of the action and much arm-waving, an online group member said. It takes a lot of good sense to be able to listen to him. He isn't known for his patience. So maybe that's you or someone you know. Let's see what else you need to know for the month ahead. So our anchor cards at the top are still Nature Lover and the World. We've got Oh That Gnome in the middle and I'm gonna draw from uh, the Jeremy Hush Hush Tarot. Let's start shuffling. No, my shuffling is slow and methodical. <laughs> All right, we've got two cards with the Hush Tarot. Take a good look at these. And I do like to read a little bit from this book, too. I think it's pretty good. we got the Four of Cups. 
and the Five of Swords. The Five of Swords is all about mental mind loops and getting caught up in the weeds of your, your thoughts and emotions. see what the four of cups has to say the amazing thing about these cards is the artwork is so detailed and beautiful but there's so many little things hidden in the card I said before I need a magnifying glass uh, because there's stuff that's so tiny you cannot see I'm gonna pull this card up to the camera but I want to describe it for those that are listening um, four of cups apathy and doubt this card indicates that you're seeing the world as a dried-up husk with its dull browns, unmotivated by the current situation, you need to look deep within yourself to find understanding and meaning. And it is, there's a lot of brown. She's got like a little rabbit ears on, but her whole, the whole card is like brown and sepia tones. Caught up in your own mental prison. So... That's kind of where you're at. What's this month ahead though? You need to get outside. You need to know that this is endings that are bringing up new beginnings. Um, one of the new beginnings is I bought a new uh, attachment for this tripod if you watch these videos and we're gonna be able to kind of go, I've got a gooseneck attachment coming in. So I'm gonna be able to go up and over a little bit better so we can get a, get a better idea of the cards. I'm going to bring in my deck, Labyrinth of Dragonshire. Let's get some advice. What's going on? What's this month ahead? It feels very like slow and <laughs> it just feels very slow and steady. I don't feel like as I connect in with this group, this pile, I mean, even oh, that gnome, he's kind of like in a yogic squat, so to speak. And he doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Um, even though they said he doesn't have patience. I mean, he, he has one eye open and one eye closed. He's got a very slight grin. Um, and one of the things with the um, fairies oracle is, you know, Brian said when he brought in the energies of each of these fae that, you know, they kind of almost didn't, yeah, I'm getting big chills, that they kind of almost didn't want him to write so much about themselves because they want you to interact with them um, yourself and see what you get out of it. And when I look at, oh, that gnome, um, I, I, he's got really big feet, but he's just kind of squatting there like, hmm, with a dastardly, like, hmm, got one eye open, kind of like a stink eye, like, oh, what's going on here? So <laughs> let's get something from my Labyrinth of, Dra yes. So Labyrinth of Dragonshire card that came out is fun is required right now. Uh, hence the getting outside. Um, I don't know what it is about the month ahead. Oh, here must be what this is what it is. So this is about separation. Um, this why did you leave me card? This is a card. It has an L like with an L almost looks like it's on a gravestone with a person on one side and a healing spiral on the other side. Um, this card, this card number one, when I've gotten this in the past, um, it's been um, about separate people being separated from each other, um, either separated from yourself and your own 
um, good senses or separated from someone else either by um, choice or sometimes by circumstance. Um, it could be twin flame separation. It could also be um, someone who has a passed on loved one on the other side because they're showing me this um, as a gravestone with like a big L on it. Um, does that show up on the camera? Yeah, and we did have as part of our um, of our Earth Song series for Blessing Maui and Blessing the Earth, we had the ancestors come in very strongly. We made a crystal grid and the crystal grid that I made, I was guided to put a stone there um, up in the north um, segment of the crystal grid that resembled a tombstone and behind it was a picture of my mom when she was a little girl. So ancestors coming in very strongly and I've got card number 22 coming off the bottom of the deck. So that is a big twin flame number. So if I've got any twin flames watching, extra messages for you, so pay attention. Not everybody's a twin flame. Oh, it's raining outside. Oh, sadness. So not everybody's a twin flame, right? But if you are a twin flame and I specifically call out things that you see from a different perspective as a twin flame because you can take some of these readings and read them, read um, signs from the readings as twin flame messages too. It, it's an extra layer of the oracle kind of speaking to you. So don't doubt yourself when you see those things or when you hear those things um, because somebody not on the twin flame journey will not catch those signs and synchronicities and serendipities in the same way that you might. So trust yourself, but at times I will be specifically guided to say things um, that perk the twin flame's ears, the twin flame, whoever you are, your ears, um, for you to listen up and take note. So these are multi-layered, multi-dimensional messages and um, you will resonate with them and you will tune into them at the level that you're ready, to, ready for and ready to comprehend. Um, and at the energy, with the energy and the vibration that you're at at the time. Um, so I just want to put that out there because the card on the bottom of the deck was boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. It's card number two, which is a very heavy, um, in my world, twin flame number. It's got three stars and it says boundaries, 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 three times. Uh, we're just going to set this here for a second and see... It's going over the four of cups with the like everything's brown, sepia tones, nothing's going right in my world. And I think that card also had a, a thing of doubt going on in it as well. So let's just see how that progresses throughout the reading if that continues to come in because we had twin flame separation coming in. We also have the ancestors. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere where this is recorded, it's recorded in mid-August. Um, the lion's gate has already passed and, you know, we're heading into that fall autumn time of the year. So let's get, what do we want? Okay. Happy cloud. Let's get my deck happy cloud. What else does my group one folks need to know about the month ahead? Other than stay out of your head, get outside more. It feels kind of non-eventful flow. You are receiving, come on camera, you are receiving divine downloads. So this is a pay attention. 
um, not doubting. It's everything we just talked about, not doubting the messages that you're getting. Um, it's, it's sitting on top of this five of swords, which is being caught up in mental clutter. And maybe you're too busy to see some of the messages that you're receiving, or you're not trusting the guidance that you're getting. Um, you're unable to see the way ahead because you're doubting the messages that you're getting. Um, you could feel, they're saying psychically attacked at this time. Yuck. Um, with all of this clearing energy that's going on, but it's not, that is coming from one of two places. One, from within you. If you suddenly get some weird anxiety out of nowhere, something is coming up from within you to be cleared. It's not always external psychic attack. Um, it could be that something is being triggered within your chakras and your aura to be cleared. Um, weird dreams could be coming up. I know I had some very weird dreams the other night. I was like, what is this? Um, I've had some very prophetic dreams too. Um, the night before Lionsgate, I had a dream. That wasn't even a dream. I don't know what, I know what it was, but it was like, wow, wow. Um, it was crazy. So, you know, you guys at this stage of the game, if you're listening to me, you know how to work with your energy. If you get some weird feeling that comes up out of nowhere, don't freak out about it, right? Look from the higher perspective. See, is this mine? Ask your guides, is this mine? Okay. Um, no, it's not. All right, let's just clear it. If you're too freaked out to clear it, ask your guides to come clear it for you. Um, sometimes we can get ourselves all in a tizzy about something. And once your mind starts, um, it's very easy. And I'm not talking like I'm not 100% perfect at this. This happens to me at times too. I can, I can go off on an emotional little mini roller coaster ride and I can suddenly forget like, whoops, I'm off, I'm off center. I need to bring myself back into balance. Um, sometimes I don't know exactly what it is that needs to be cleared um, or where I, I don't dive so much sometimes into what is it or where is it coming from or what chakra is it in. Sometimes I do, I wanna know. Other times I throw it all out there, whatever the feeling is, I throw it all out there in, in front of myself like a big dark cloud and then I bring in electric violet light or electric violet flame to disintegrate and clear those energies and I cut the cords to whatever it is and then I just move on with my day and I try to find something more uplifting. Get outside, um, get out of the woe is me and move forward. So because this reading just seems so like the Hush Tarot is meant to be sepia toned and so is Brian Froud's deck, but just the energy from, from, oh, that gnome, the look on his face, the, the kind of ho hump, oh, fluffle, kerfluffling. I don't know. I just feel like this month ahead needs some firm, is it firm and bigger in it? Is that the lion from the wizard of oz and firm and bigger like it needs a little bit of strut your stuff and get up and have some fun and you know stop don't just don't go there basically so i'm going to bring in the flower therapy oracle cards let's just get one final message because i feel like this month ahead for you is i got two is um less about action, like there is gonna be things happening in your world, don't doubt that, but the thing that you need to work on is your attitude 
towards what's happening around you. Um, that's the biggest thing for you. It's in the mental and emotional body and um, it could trip you up. So the card we got, yeah, we got purification. By purifying your life of negative people, places, and experiences, you attain true peace and open your arms to receiving the eucalyptus. You've prayed for help. Now be open to accepting it. And it could mean that there has to be some chaos before there's clarity. There has to be some clearing before you can see the way ahead. Or there has to be something that comes in like a tower moment before the new is ready to begin. So pay attention to the guidance you're getting. Pay attention to the signs that you're seeing. Clear your thoughts by getting outside, working with your guides to clear your energy. Do something fun to alleviate these doldrums. And maybe you do go on a bender with oh that gnome because it looks like he's ready to go hang out and like have, you know, it says he likes to go drink and have fun and all that. So, you know, if you need to go out and kick up your heels a little bit, like so be it. Like just give yourself some time off from all of these thoughts and looping and sadness and guilt and all these things coming up and just allow yourself to receive and have some fun. Fill your cup and so that you're ready to move forward from a higher vibration. So pile one, that is all we have for you here. I want to thank you so, so much for joining me. We might see you again in another pile. And if not, we will see you again soon. Take care. Hello, pile number two. Hello and welcome to your reading. You chose Jihubia. And before I read his little description, I will say that the energy, well, there's a big energy shift between pile one and pile two. Um, right prior, there, and several hours have gone by before I recorded the two piles. And right before um, coming in to record this, there's just a lot of activity in my physical world. Plus, there were some upgrades to my filming equipment. So let's see if this plays out in the cards for what's playing out for you for the month ahead. I feel like it's more about um, things happening in the 3D, maybe a lot of busyness, a lot of manifestations um, popping up in the 3D that have moved themselves down out of the mental and the emotional world and are finally becoming something tangible that you can wrap your arms around. Um, so let us take a look. Your card is Jihubia. I'm going to read from Brian's description of him and I'm going to get some cards out on the table and then I will use my upgraded equipment to give you a better bird's eye view of the cards. All right, Jihubia is card number 61. He is the card that um, the guides had us read for the August Energy Hangout. So if you were there, you may remember some of this. Jihubia, imaginary fears, unreal hazards, and realistic caution. He refuses to tell me what the G in his name stands for because he says the more we know about him, the less power he has, 
and the harder it is to do his job. This tells you a lot about him. His powers lie in our imaginations and fears, not in the real world, not in any of the real worlds. Jehubia's job is to wave our imaginary fears in front of us, making them look as alive and real as he can. He's pretty good at this. The challenge he offers us is to see that certain fears of ours are imaginary and to distinguish them from things we actually need to be cautious about. In this way, he tries to teach us to look past the fear and see the real truth, whatever that truth is. It is time to look for the truth behind our fears to distinguish what is real and what is just our projection of old traumas and fears into our imaginary future, facing these fears head on and doing what we need to do to clear them. So let's get a card from the Hush Tarot. It's to work in tandem with this deck, this Fairies deck. Okay, let me see if I can do my online. Then I'm look at the We got the Two of Pentacles. Now I do like to read from the book about this, so let me see if I can reach the book. I had to switch to a different microphone. My other one needed charging. Two of Pentacles. Here comes the dog. What do you need to know? Balance. Life will always be uncertain, but harmony can be found. The sparrows represent simplicity, but they perch atop the bones of others who have failed. <laughs> Pull the pin and see what the future holds. So there's for you, those of you that are listening, there's two sparrows and they're sitting on top of bones, which are sitting on top of a grenade. And one sparrow has the pin pulled and is the pin pulled? No, it's not completely pulled. He's got his beak around the ring that pulls the pin from the grenade. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's, um, and again, your anchor cards are the world card and the nature lovers card. So let me see what other cards they want me to add in here. A happy cloud. Oh, wow. Look at the dog. She has a little crystal rainbow right on her, on her eye. Interesting. There's a little crystal in the window and it's shining a little like rainbow eyebrow over her eye. Hello, pretty lady. I got to take her outside. All right, happy cloud. See, things, <laughs> things to be done. Busyness. Oh, here we go. This is my deck, happy cloud. The Narun Derekata. She's got a light language coming through. Um, clarity. You are receiving the answers that you seek. Came out along with passion. Follow your heart. Got our Handbook de Los Santos candle going. Um, let's get my deck, Labyrinth of Dragonshire. Let's see what else before we build this little story for you. What do you need to know about the month ahead? New moon energy. We do have a new moon, um, depending on when you watch this. So this would be the next new moon for you. 
um, but it could just be newness. We have, do have a new moon like a week from today. The day that I'm recording this is on the 16th of August. Um, that new moon or any new, the next new moon for you whenever you're watching this could be significant. I'm going to move the camera down here. And see how I like this attachment. See if I can get in any closer to the cards. There is a song coming in. I'm going to zoom on the cards a little bit. I'm not sure if I like all this wobbling. Let's see, I'm going to get one more card and then I'm going to go to this song if I can find it and see the lyrics. You also got F and S. The F card, the F card is fire, desire, passion, burn, sacral, no pain and no gain. And the S card is desire rises with two dots. Two dots? Three dots, what am I saying? Hmm. I don't know this one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it because I don't think I know the words to the song. Let's see. Oh, it is. Okay. I can't play it. It's going to start to play. Um, it's the Sam Smith song. Oh, goodness me. Come on tablet come on tablet it's being feisty right now all right the lyrics i'm not the only one sam smith in the lonely hour and we are right now um yeah we are in mercury retrograde pre-shadow from the third to the 23rd of august uh, so you may be noticing in your physical world just things coming up that are just going to perturb you a little bit. But um, the lyrics to this song that are coming up for you are, You and me, we made a vow, for better or for worse. I can't believe you let me down, but the proof's in the way it hurts. For months on end, I've had my doubts, denying every tear. I wish this would be over now, but I know that I still need you here. You say I'm crazy because you don't think I know what you've done. But when you call me baby, I know I'm not the only one. You've been so unavailable. Now, sadly, I know why. Your heart is unattainable, even though Lord knows you kept mine. I've loved you for many years. Maybe I am just not enough. You've made me realize my deepest fear by lying and tearing us up. You say I'm crazy because you don't think I know what you've done, but when you call me baby, I know I'm not the only one. Um, so, I'm gonna let that sit with you. That could be about past, present, or future. Infidelity or fear of infidelity that's coming between you and another person. So it could be what's happening here is 
they'll let me know which one it is that speaks to most of you. But uh, what's happening here is there has been someone in your past who was unfaithful to you in some way. Um, and that person is kind of in the past now. And what's coming up is you've, you're thinking of meeting someone new or you, you're ready to meet someone new. You have someone new in mind. You've just met someone new. And some of those past fears um, that happened to you from these past relationships are coming up a little bit to um, be cleared because um, the person that you're meeting now or you're about to meet is not that other one, is not that one that um, did these things to you. So I feel like with the fire, desire, sacral chakra card, the desire rises um, card in this, in this, um, in this spread along with the clarity card and really all of these cards and there's a lot of passion in this reading because there's the the sacral up again at the top with the passion card i feel like you're getting ready to reach out to somebody uh, maybe that you've had your eye on for quite some time but you feel like You, yeah, it's like you're kind of hesitant on what you want to do. You want to move forward, but you're scared that old things from the past um, might come out in this person um, that would bring up, you know, like, will this person be unfaithful to me the way XYZ was? And Spirit is saying, you're getting the clarity in this reading that that is not going to happen this time because, and we've done this this type of a, a little TLC for this little pep talk before that trust yourself now you've done a lot a ton they're saying healing work on yourself you're not the person that you were before when you um, magnetically attracted this unfaithful person to you for the lessons that you had to learn in order for you to be ready to meet this new upgraded amazing person that you're being magnetically drawn to now so trust yourself trust the guidance that you're getting trust um, uh, that these niggles and sniggles of energy that are coming up around you are just coming up for you to clear them they're not coming up as some sort of weird um, precursor that this new person is going to be like this old person those are just like the Jihubia card said those are just projections of your own fears onto the situation it's not that other the new person's you know aura coming at you like oh i'm gonna be i'm an unfaithful untrustworthy person so trust <laughs> trust there's a lot of desire in this reading i could so I can't even explain why. Uh, let's get a flower therapy card. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust the guidance that you're getting. I saw 133. Have patience with yourself. Have patience with the process. This card came out in pile number one. Purification, the white rose. By purifying your life of negative people, places, and experiences, you attain true peace. Allow yourself the peace to know that you've done enough work on yourself to attract this higher vibe thing into your life. Person, 
I feel like it's a person because we're, we got that song about somebody being unfaithful. Trust, trust what's happening in your world. Trust all the work that you've done. And I don't have this anymore. I think I accidentally deleted it. But the, it was a reading I watched where she was like, you don't have to trust anybody else, but you, you don't have to trust any other person but yourself. Trust yourself that you have done what you need to do, that you're strong, that you're healed now, that you're vibing so much higher, that there's no way that you could align to something of a lesser vibration, such as somebody who was unfaithful or untrue or out of their integrity. Like you're ready for what's to come. And they're guiding me to get one more card for you, which is the uh, Vision Quest Tarot. These are usually a little bit of a pep talk too. <laughs> Coming out of this deck, I don't like the back on this deck. It's like the night sky with a hawk. I know many people are listening, so I do my best to describe the cards. So the card you got was the Sun of Earth, which is the Page of Pentacles. It's a Native American, like a youth, like a youth, not a kid, not a little kid, but like a teenager guy or whatever. I don't know. He's holding like a basket full of a bunch of fruits and vegetables, just like a harvest, like a first harvest. When we're recording this right now, we're going to put him over. We're going <laughs> to, I don't want to cover Jehubia because he's like, I'm here for a reason. Um, we're going to put him right below Jehubia and we're going to read. I do like to read from the book from this deck as well. It's very good advice. Hmm. Son of Earth. That song is still there. in your mind, so you better clear it with some energy work. Get that. It's like a hamster wheel. Get it out of your mind. Um, where's the Son of Earth? Serenity, trust, oh, the son of earth is, the book says trust, serenity, being considerate, enjoyment, love of nature, faithfulness, oh my God, you guys, the guys are so amazing, inner messages, complete ripeness, the fruits of internal, this is just what we're talking about, and external labor are yielding a bountiful harvest. You are the beneficiary. Share this wealth with everyone. You will enjoy your success even more if you include others. The outward manifestation is satisfying results are achieved. Your work is shaping up nicely. You have invested your energy in a worthwhile manner, and it is all right to be proud of yourself for once. How else can one learn to appreciate what anyone has done? It is important to acknowledge yourself for a job well done. You have placed a seed into the ground and faithfully tended to it. Nature's power has allowed it to grow, and now you are harvesting ripe fruit it says this image does not pertain to the physical plane alone. So it's everywhere. It's like the fruits of your labor, spiritual, mental, emotional, this inner peace. If you can just purify these last little sniggles that are coming up this month, there's something about this month or the month ahead for whenever you see this, where there's this sniggling little tiny bit. It's like tiny. It's, it's like a little gnat, not a big scary thing anymore. Um, but if you can clear your energy field, for those last little sniggles of doubt, you are well on your way to true peace, true harvest. 
and the bounty of all the things that Source is wanting to deliver to you. So that is all we have for you, pile number two. I am so excited that you joined me here and I look forward to hanging out with you again. Take care. Hello, pile number three. Hello and welcome. You chose card number 65, the feline. I'm going to read from Brian Froud's book on the feline. Getting it right, delayed completions, tidying up loose ends. Brian notes that this is the accusing <laughs> of, <laughs> I love this, of, I know you, if you're listening, you can't see this, but offended expression we see on the cat's face saying, you know I have my dinner at five o'clock. Brian adds that the feline is also known as a slight accusation or an accusation of slight. We know the feline is near, nodding his head when we hear remarks like, I thought you'd have my shirt ironed for me. You said you'd get the brakes fixed, or you mean that report isn't done yet? He makes lists of things we haven't done, shaking his head over them and muttering, tisk tisk. These are the things we could and should have taken care of by now, but haven't. This is his job and he does it well. Sometimes though, he just wishes we would do our jobs so that he could go play first one over the hill gets to kiss the fairy maid or munch chocolate-covered thistles with his friends or take naps in the heather instead of having to work overtime nagging at us. Whoops, <laughs> the card's getting further and further. I'm going to set it down and just read this a little bit more and then we're going to draw some more cards. The feline looks out of his card accusingly, reminding us of things undone, Promises unkept and duties unfulfilled. He says that we can't expect to have things go right when we are trailing so much unfinished business behind us. Dragging that stuff around tires us. It uses up energy that we need for other things. If we would just take care of these things that cause so much mental and sometimes physical clutter, we would suddenly find that we have a lot more energy at our disposal to do the things we really want to do. He especially suggests we take care of the little things that matter to us. We will feel so much better when we have done that. And so will he. And I just saw two. No, I didn't see two, two, two. I, I did see two, 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 but it wasn't. It was two, three, two or something. I'm seeing two, two, two all over the place. Two, two, two on the brain. Uh, let's get a card, my pile number three people. So I'm going to draw some cards, get them out on the tarot table, and then with my new fancy schmancy, whoops, gooseneck attachment, um, I can get in a little closer on the card so you can get a better look at them. So let's, this is the Hush Tarot. You still have your anchor cards, nature lover, and the world card, and you have feline talking about unfinished tasks, things that still have to be completed. From the Hush Tarot, we have the, let me look at this. I think this is the Seven of Wands. Let me get the book, because I do like to read from the book for this deck as well. Where did it go? Hmm. Oh, here it is. Only because this book talks about things in the cards that I can't see sometimes with just my eyes, because the things are so tiny. 
make sure. Yeah, Seven of Wands. Um, if you're listening, the, the book doesn't really describe this particular card, but it looks like a warrior holding a bunch of wands. One wand, wand is upright. The other wands are kind of wrapped in some sort of, I don't know, cloth or whatever. Um, doesn't have a whole lot to say other than challenge and competition. Stand your ground in the face of opposition. Challenges and obstacles are inevitable. You've made it this far. Hold tight to your course. The sky is wide open and strong self-confidence is needed. And the feline talking about things uncompleted. I am going to take the camera just down a little bit more. Oh, I like this attachment. It's really nice. Let's get a happy cloud card and see where this is going. I don't really see where exactly it's going yet. This is my deck, happy cloud. I kind of want to see more before I start talking. Yep. <laughs> you got the peace card. Stay in your power. And this card's a little hard to see, but it's safety. Time to tighten those boundaries. I'm gonna get, oh, they're saying flower therapy. Let me get a flower therapy card. And then and they said, then I can start talking about it. All right, so this is the Robert Reeves flower therapy deck. I'm noticing the candle is really getting like hyper. The owie bowie flame is really big. Open your third eye. It's safe for you to open your center of clairvoyance. By doing so, you'll see the truth. This is all about completing cycles. Uh, finishing up, again, finishing up those sniggling, niggling things that you've been meaning to get done. This very much right now, the month ahead, feels like a preparation for, um, and I, as well it should be, I guess, depending on what part of the world you're in. The Northern Hemisphere, the next um, thing on the wheel of the year is Maybon, is Second Harvest, is kind of like pretty much your last chance to, um, well, in the agricultural world, I guess it's kind of your last chance to manifest those those big things, those, the big harvest, you know, usually comes at the autumn equinox. You've got the spring equinox um, that will be coming up in the southern hemisphere. And it's like if you don't, no matter what's happening around you, if you don't kind of batten down the hatches and put some strong boundaries around yourself in terms of what needs to be accomplished, um, be able to... Be peaceful even when things are going crazy around you. I'm going to hone in on the cards now. Then you're going to have a hard time um, completing some of the things that you need to get done. I still do want some more information about what area of your life this might be pertaining to. Which deck? They're saying the rainbow. Okay, can you do the rainbow? This is tarot at the end of the rainbow.
We've got three cards. We've got the, whoops, the three of pentacles. The lovers. I'm putting it over the boundaries card for some reason. And in reverse, we have the seven of pentacles which I read reversals as like the highlight of the reading. So I'm actually gonna take that Seven of Pentacles and put it over the Boundaries card. And my Three of Pentacles card for me is always a co-creating with spirit card. Um, it's always about trusting the guidance that you're getting. There's a huge moon in the background of this card. Um, trusting your gut feelings, your intuition. Um, seven of wands, uh, there could just be a lot of things going on right now, a lot of things, but are you going to let those things control you, pull you out of your power? Um, are you going to let them upend you? So I guess, is it pertinent to talk about the, uh, yeah. So there could be things happening unexpectedly, either out there in the world or even closer to home that are here to kind of challenge you at this time. And you may perceive those as obstacles to getting what you want or to achieving your goals, but they're put in your path for many different reasons. Number one, a lot of these things are not happening directly to you. And um, I have a prime example of this between filming pile number two and pile number three, I got more unexpected, shocking news, um, very unexpected um, message about someone. And this is not, you know, like a Maui, like it's an island somewhere over there. This is like someone I know, um, you know, something happened to them very unexpectedly. It's a very shocking, it's kind of um, something I did not expect, came out of the blue. Um, and I can choose to perceive it as good or bad. Um, again, this came up at the beginning. This came up before we started the piles. This came up in the introduction. I can choose to see these things as good or bad as um, from a lower perspective of like, oh, this is happening to me. What am I going to do now? You know, or whatever the, whatever the response might be based on how you respond to things. Or you can rise above them um, and you should um, try to see things as best you can from higher perspectives. Um, why is this happening? Asking your guides, why are these things happening? So when that, in that card that's like, open your third eye, you know, see things from a higher perspective, go up, your third eye is kind of in the spiritual side of, of your chakras. Um, your lower chakras are more like the 3D stuff that's going on. Your, your higher chakras, you know, your crown, your third eye, um, everything above that is all kind of like more in tune with your spiritual connection and your pineal, all those things, um, because they're saying that little echinacea card looks like the pineal gland. So rise above kind of earthly matters at this time and try to see things. You can see them from multiple perspectives at the same time. Um, so for example, when the Maui thing happened, um, you know, I was really sad and, and shocked and I kind of fell into, you know, the trauma cloud that's going on over there is you can easily, especially if you're empathic, get pulled into that. And I was like, wait, I can't just totally like lose myself over what's happening there. Um, Cause I did that once with Standing Rock. I got very, 
very involved in what was going on at Standing Rock and it just sucked me in and it kind of like took over, um, you know, how I was reacting to things and, you know, how I felt and all of that. So in this case, you know, you've come a long way. You've learned a lot. Um, all these cards are saying that don't let these things, um, like don't let them foil your plans. Um, things are going to come up. And when this thing happened to me, the thing I was just mentioning, that was very unexpected. You know, I pulled my son in to talk to him about it. And I said, and he said, and we both said at the same time, like, it seems like these things are happening kind of outside of us, like to other things, other people, other places and stuff, not directly to us. Like we're like in this bubble observing what's going on around us. And I'm like, yes, I see that true. I mean, we're kind of affected, but we're not, you know, may not be as directly affected as everything else. So, and when this thing happened, you know, I, I could choose to like fall apart and freak out or, you know, rise above and be like, why is this happening? You know, I, I went straight to my guides, like, why is this happening? What's going on? Um, I already, you know, have the guidance and I go into when, when something unexpected like that happens, I go into like project management mode, which I was a project IT project manager for like 15 years. And you go into like a helping put out fires kind of a mode or like a, you know, who do I need to contact? What do I need to do? Um, like you go into like coordination mode, um, rallying the forces mode, um, which is kind of like, um, a good play it's, it's a good um, archetype to be in because it's kind of along the lines of going into service to others kind of like when you get nervous focus on service so you may be one of those people as an empath as a bringer of the light when something unexpected like that happens you may be like a first responder type person like um, you know, the first thing I do is I jump into like first responder mode and for, you know, you, it could be different for me. It's like, uh, let's rally the troops, figure out what we need to do. You know, if anything happened in the IT project management world, the thing was you, you got all the teams together. So as a project manager on an IT project, you're working like with multiple teams in various you know, cities or states or countries. And one of the first things you do when I'm getting a big chills with one of the first things you do when there's a problem, I think there's somebody that can relate to this is you, you get the, all the teams together in a conference call and you talk about, Oh, I'm getting such a big chills. You talk about what's going on. Um, you try to get, what is the root problem? I mean, and you get very bare bones. There's not like a lot of them because people can get very emotional, even over an IT project. They're like, it's their baby, you know, it's their project. And so you get very like brass tacks and like what's going on. And I think for you over this, um, next month or so, that's kind of the mode you need to be operating in. Um, what needs to get like very, um, not matter of fact, because I think you can choose to have empathy for whatever's going on around you, whatever the situation is, the person or the place or whatever's happening. It could be a pet. I, I, it, it just could be something unexpected. I don't know what it is. And maybe it's not, it's neither good nor bad, they're saying. It's how you choose to see it in any situation. So this could also be a big graduation test for some of you. Um, to see how you respond to these things. You know, is he or she going to just fall apart like they used to um, before they were more like spiritually inclined? Are they gonna go straight to their guides? Are they gonna draw strength from spirit, source, God? Are they going to keep in their confidence? They've done so much work, you've done, you, they, you've done so much work on your confidence. Are you gonna just fall apart like a spaghetti you know, strand when something like this happens? No, 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 no. 
you're going to go into like warrior, spiritual warrior mode, whatever this thing might be, um, whatever it might be. Uh, again, I watched a reading today and I have to tie it in here because I didn't quite understand it at the moment when I was watching it. It was kind of like, what's coming next for you? Kind of uh, the gist of it. What's coming next for you? And it was like messages from the Fae. And I saw messages from the Fae from this particular reader. And I was like, I need to watch that because we're working with the Fae this month. And the messages were very weird, like there's trickster energy about and spiritual warfare. And I was like, what? Spiritual warfare within and without. Like, um, it was the same message I'm delivering to you. It was just delivered in that person's, you know, filter of the way they, the way they describe things. But um, if you want to watch it or you want to see what it is, it was because it was a pick a card too, but it was um, silver leaf tarot. And it was uh, the reading she put out kind of like, what's, the next thing coming or whatever messages from the face. So it was just put out the day I'm recording this, um, which is August uh, 11th. So anyway, it's like, how are you going to respond when something unexpected happens? Um, it looks like your next foreseeable, you know, time frame here, the next month or so could possibly be a little bit longer. You could be pulled into this, um, this, this, like either a caretaker mode or like I said, like a project manager mode where you're having to like take care of things, um, take care of matters, um, manage multiple projects at the same time. So like is all of your work and, and all your projects and all your creative work and all your spiritual work gonna fall apart just because something weird and unexpected happens in your world? No, right? All of your, I mean, you may rearrange things to, um, to better help you like manage your time. But if you've made commitments to your work or your projects or whatever, like you want to see those through, you want to keep that momentum going. So, um, that's what this next month ahead is all about. It's not meant to scare you. It's meant to forewarn you in a sense that, you know, sometimes unexpected, Expected things happen and sometimes you know things happen to good people and, and and you may get into you may have a little point where you're like what not something else you know I'm I'm here working hard on this particular path and all of a sudden I get like pulled off an exit to go handle this wildfire or whatever that I wasn't expecting and it's like you know the guys are just saying like buck up little soldier I mean this is your chance to you wanted to be a bringer of the light you wanted to shine your spiritual light you wanted to help um, sometimes you have to be the bigger bear uh, we did a was it with channeling with John Candy we had about be the bigger bear maybe I need to link to that it's somewhere on my channel so you <laughs> there's somewhere on my channel uh, gosh, you guys, you might need extra support over this time frame. Um, I have curated a playlist for August called Run Away with the Fae, August um, 2023. It's on TLC for the Soul YouTube playlist. I'll link to it if I remember. If not, it's on the homepage of my channel. I've also created the same playlist in Spotify if you're listening there. And I'm going to go find this. I've put three or four episodes there, kind of like if you don't know what to watch, because we have over 400 videos and podcast episodes now. We're going into our sixth year of TLC for the Soul um, on the podcast and maybe not as long on YouTube. I think we hit YouTube a little bit later, but YouTube, I said, had 411 videos. So I put these, I'm with them every month, put these playlists together, kind of like if you don't know what to watch, if you don't know what to choose, um, I've intuitively 
curated these playlists for you to give you some extra support for this time period ahead. So you might just need that. I'm going to go put the John Candy episode in there for a little levity. Um, there's episodes in there for whatever you might need. So take a look at that if you need it. Um, and you know, as best we can, because we've got our own weirdness happening, you know, we'll do what we can to support you here on the channel. So come back, um, and use the channel as an Oracle. If you so desire, um, you know, set the intention of what you most need to know in, in this now go to my list of videos like go to my channel go to the thing that says videos where all the videos are in one long list and just close your eyes scroll through with your finger put your finger down and trust that the show that you get is the show that you need same thing goes for the podcast you can do the exact same thing there so i want to uh let me see if there's any other message oh they want one more card okay they want me to draw from the uh whatever this deck is i already forgot vision quest tarot to get a final card for you before we wrap this up my beautiful pile number three what do these friends need to know about now four of fire completion uh the feline was talking about completion this Four of Fire is talking about completion. And I'm going to read from this book, too, because this has some really good books. These, some of these decks that I get are teaching decks. The card meanings have, in the books are have slightly more insight into them than, than me just saying, oh, the Four of Fire means this. So I do like to, not that I care if you care, really <laughs> the book or not, but um, we don't always look at the books. But for some of these decks, I do. There's like four smudge bundles. Um, there with like smoke coming out of all of them and the bundles are like on an Indian blanket and the four of fire says completion change settlement successful conclusion as much as a positive beginning inner message something important is reaching a point of fruition and therefore conclusion except that everything in life has a beginning a middle and an end welcome the fact that every process every situation contains its own disillusion by consciously going through a certain situation all the way, you become capable of finally letting it go completely. As the incense of healing herbs clears stagnant vibrations in the atmosphere, you too must let yourself become inwardly empty and clear in order to welcome the new. If you have asked about a relationship, this card signifies the possibility that it may soon change profoundly. There's a little feline cute face. All right, is there anything else? All right, friends. So I want to thank you all so much for joining me here. And we will see you all again soon. Take care.